Hey folks, welcome to Relevance for today. Just have a quick message for you, a quick warning to let you know that the following podcast is going to have some language in it, no swearing, but the topics that are going to be talked about are more for adults and ages 17 and over. So I just wanted to make that public announcement to you, ages 17 and up. It's a great message. It's about the life of a man who was rescued out of transgender confusion. And it's a powerful message, but he goes into detail of the life that he had and what he went through as a child on into teens and all throughout his adult life up until a few years ago. So I just wanted to pass on that warning to you. Enjoy the show. God bless. Hey, folks, welcome to Relevance for Today. I'm Steve Lewis. Thank you for tuning in to the conclusion of a two-part interview with Jeffrey Johnston, a man who lived a transgender life for 20 years, folks. Stay tuned for this great message, powerful message. Okay, folks, we are back. I hope you listened to part one. If you haven't, please, I encourage you to listen to it. We were doing part one. Jeffrey had a real hard time as he was sharing his message because it's so powerful and it brings up a lot of hurts from his past that we had to cut it. And we're continuing on where we left off. Thanks for tuning in. Jeffrey, welcome back. Hey, it's good to yeah, be back. Good with to you be back. Steve. Yes. Thanks. <laughs> so you were talking about the mask. About the phony mask and of a woman. Yeah, yep. that the Lord had lifted off me in the spirit realm. And when he did that, uh, and then I came out of the vision that he was showing me. Mm-hmm. I remember looking down at my body and I saw breast implants through the blouse that I was wearing. Right. I didn't even know what they were. I had such mental deliverance. Wow. I didn't know what they were, where they came from. I literally ran to the bathroom and looked in the mirror. and Because I, when he took that mask off me in the spirit room, uh-huh. I looked down and I saw the breast implants, but I remember saying, what is this? Right. What has happened? Mm. That's the severity of oppression, demonic oppression, Mm -hmm. and demonic influence of what it can have in a person's mind. Mm. So I remember running to the bathroom, looking in the mirror, finally in my right mind, and I said, what has happened? I looked, I studied my face, and I noticed my lips had silicone. I I actually didn't know that it was silicone Mm -hmm. because I'd been put back in my right mind. I said, my God, what has happened to me? I said, I'm Jeffrey uh, Johnston. Yeah. I said, what is this stuff? Oh, no. And then the Lord had to remind me what had happened mm-hmm. while I was wearing that phony mask of a woman. In other words, it was demonic influence for me to do those right. things all those years. Yeah. Um, uh, so that was a, a major mental deliverance that I had experienced. Mm-hmm. And then there was a, another vision he had given me. Um, I forget the scripture talks about how the Lord reveal uh, he removes the veil. Oh yeah. The veil. Mhm. Well, it was kind of like a curtain that he showed me. He gave me a vision of a huge it looked like a theatrical stage curtain. I remember crying out to the Lord because I still had some confusion in my mind. Right. And uh I remember saying to the Lord if I could just get rid of this confusion, mm. if I could just have the mind that I had when I was 19 years old, I'd be fine. Right. And uh all of a sudden, he put me into a vision, and I see this huge theatrical stage curtain. It was like three inches thick. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was all black, and it just fell in front of my face. Wow. 
And when it did, it was like all that confusion left my mind, mm -hmm. and it was just like I could really, really. It was I don't know. It was kind of like a, like a veil or something uh, between me and God that right. really, uh, I could just communicate with Him more clearly. I don't know how to explain it, but that's but that's what happened. Right. Um, and then He would do things uh, throughout, a, you know, a period of. Uh, 30 days, he mm -hmm. would he would do things radically in my apartment because I knew no Christians. I'd wake up and I'd hear God speak to me and I was just going about my day like mm. he's my buddy in, in the apartment with me. Right. Uh, but throughout those years of living as a stripper or prostitute and mm -hmm. basically making myself my own God right. ignorantly, I didn't do yep. it with those intentions, uh, all of a sudden, suddenly, just out of midair, it was like a ball like a clear ball just came at me like 2,000 miles an hour, and it came by me, Steve, so fast that my natural body sp spun around in my apartment uh, bedroom floor, mm -hmm. and it shook me up so bad because the Lord, when I looked in that ball, he allowed me to look in that ball that went by me so fast, and he showed me every sin that I had ever done all those years. Right. I mean, he showed me in the back seat of a car with someone right when i thought no one was looking he showed me that he saw everything right so it's almost like the pictures you said you saw yeah but this time was nothing but sin okay gotcha um and it shook me to the very core of my being because i knew that i was standing before god himself mm -hmm. i was just trembling and shaking because when he showed me every sin that i had ever done the thoughts in my mind were, you're worthy of hell. Mm -hmm. My head literally, it felt as if my head dropped and got stuck inside my chest cavity. Mm. It was that dramatic. Wow. And my all the thoughts in my mind was just, my, I should be going to hell mm -hmm. before him because he was so holy. Right. So I literally uh, just stood there and shook and trembled. And then I remember after seeing all those sins, I said to God, I said, I did that. I did that because right. you know we forget things that we've done. Of course we do. And uh, so as soon as I said wholeheartedly, I just cried out and said, "I did that. I did that." And then I said, "I am so sorry." Mm. And when I said, "I am so sorry," that's when the Spirit of God uh, just immersed Himself on me. Mm -hmm. uh, he just poured Himself on me. Mm -hmm. And of course, I didn't know what was happening, but he gave me a vision. And in the the vision, now what I say, when I say what I'm about to say, please don't take it out of context. Right. When he baptized me in the Holy Spirit, mm -hmm. or poured his spirit on me, it felt like a barrel of uh, liquid warm water mm -hmm. being poured over me. Yeah. But at the same time, I felt spiritually raped. Mm. Now, when I say that, don't pervert it. Right. When you hear that word rape. But he gave me a vision, and in the vision, he showed me that I was wearing a black robe of sin. Mm -hmm. And he was stripping me from that black right. robe of sin. So that's why I felt a spiritual rape. He was stripping me of that sin. Right. So he was so, stripping you yeah, of the sin. And making me pure, holy, and righteous by his spirit. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and uh, in the vision, I actually looked down at my right foot, and I saw that robe that he just took off me. Mm -hmm. It was just sitting on the floor. And uh, it was just, you know, in awe. Uh, and he allowed me to see myself coming up out of darkness. I saw myself, this new reborn-again spirit. Mm -hmm. 
I looked like a human light bulb. I was naked. I couldn't see any genitalia or any any eye. But I just looked like a a, a two thousand watt light bulb. Wow. Yeah, it was really cool. Right. And uh, I remember just looking to the right of me in one of those visions, and there was the Lord and all of His glory. It was just so much light, mm. the glorious light that uh, arrayed from Him that I couldn't see his eyeballs or anything right but i knew it was him and uh then i just came out of that vision and i think it was um the year of 2005 the fall of 2005 then the lord would just deal with me about going home to my hometown out of portland maine he wanted me to go back to my hometown Mm. he would just say every day i want you to go home he said go go home right so I actually left Portland, Maine, uh, moved back to Caribou. Mm-hmm. And you have to remember, I lived 20-something years as transgender. Right. So all I had was women's clothes. Mm-hmm. But, I na- but now I have a newfound hunger to want to go to church, uh-huh. and nothing was going to stop me. Right. Uh, God had just placed in my heart like a supernatural hunger to read his word. Mm. I'd been in it for two and three hours a day. Uh, so I started going to church. And it was very hard at the church because, you know, I mean, here comes uh, I'd walk in with my sister and my brother-in-law, and, of course, you know, people just assumed I was a girl at the time. Right. And then word got out that I was a transgender. Mm. Well, that just caused ruckus with, with a lot of them because, you know, it's not common that you see a... Well, no. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> yeah. I made a lot of heads turn. Right. <laughs> and think... Uh, but throughout all that, it's like a, it's like today I was at, uh, with a pastor friend for lunch, and we were talking, and I said, you know, throughout all that, because we were talking about the very same thing earlier mm-hmm. today, and I said to him, you know, something though, throughout all that, those individuals were being changed as well. Of course. Your mind gets open. Well, you know? Yeah. Well, in many ways. Yeah. For, for me, being a new Christian and going into a church, um... I just couldn't wait to worship God and glorify God. I, you know, I just, I just knew He was real. Mm. I couldn't wait to love Him because He showed how much love He had for me and for mankind. Right. Uh, but there would be, there was a woman at one time. She'd come up she, right in church and she just looked at me and she just pointed her finger at me and said, "This is abomination." Well, being a young Christian, I just thought, "Oh my gosh! Right. What am I doing wrong? Is there something I'm doing wrong, God?" She simply just didn't really know the love of God. Right you now, know, were you still wearing a dress, though? Oh yeah, I had girls' clothes. Well, I it wasn't it wasn't a, it wasn't a dress, but you know. No, I mean, were you still dress? You, if you oh, were still yeah, dressed like a female, when of course she picked up in the spirit that you were a man dressed as a woman. You know what I mean? Well, no, but she her her attitude and step was very angry. Gotcha. She shouldn't have attacked right. you. Right. Yeah. And. A lot of people don't realize that when God calls somebody out of a walk of life, mm. he knows what they need to hear. He knows the little things they need deliverance out of. Right. So I didn't know all this back then. Right. So I would listen to people, and I was actually tort. I felt tortured. Mm. Some people said to me, "You have." I mean, I had 38 double D implants. Hello. Okay. And they would look at me and say, "You've got to. You've got to get rid of these." You have to get rid of these. Right. Well, I'm thinking, oh my God, I have no money. Hello, I, God just told me to come here to, you know, to my hometown. So I actually thought, well, okay, these Christians are right. I've got to strap these implants down right. and try to live as a man. Mm-hmm. But see, I was trying to please people. 
I was trying to do it according to man's plans and what they wanted. Right. And I remember uh, strapping them down and going to church one day. And I was just sitting in church thinking, oh, God, this is torturing me. It's killing me to strap these down. And so I left the church in tears uh, because I just couldn't sit there. Mm -hmm. And I said, listen, God, I can't do this. This is torture. Right. And I remember uh, I was staying with a family member at the time. Um, and I didn't realize how the enemy could, e could even work through a Christian. Mm. Well, I was staying with a family member, the, a family member, excuse me, a family member at the time. Mm -hmm. And they basically kicked me out because to me it was just like they threw a hot flash. They started calling me faggot. Oh, no. They started calling me, uh, look at you, you look like a freak. Wow. Um, too bad. Well, it was horrific because my driver's license said female. Mm. All I had was female clothes. Right. And all I had done was showered and got dressed in the clothes that I had. Mm -hmm. And when I came upstairs after getting dressed, that's when I was attacked by a family member. And I was trying to... Uh, but back to our story where I had gone to church and was strapping down the implants mm -hmm. after that. Uh, I was trying to please people trying to fit in. Right. And I'll never forget the day I left that church crying, and I said to God, I can't do this. this. This is torture. And I'll never forget he spoke to me, and he said, Jeffrey, you love me and worship me. He said, but remember, vengeance is mine. Mm. And I just knew when he said that, Steve, that he was going to deal with those people that forced me to do things that I, should, I didn't have to do. Right. Uh, according to their plan. So so by this time, I had to leave that family member's home. I'm now staying with, uh, I think I'm now in my own apartment at this time, yeah. And uh, But I go to visit my sister one day. I'm getting to the deliverances now, mm -hmm. little things. Okay. So I went to visit my sister one day, and all of a sudden I happened to walk into her home. And I always had a purse over my shoulder for years. Mm-hmm. And I went to put the purse over the chair, and all of a sudden the Holy Spirit spoke to me, and he said, Jeffrey, you don't need that purse anymore. Yes, I was just about to say that. Well, you see, when <laughs> when God says it, it's backed up with such love. Right. You know, I mean, when a person says it, there's usually a cocky attitude behind it. Yeah, like, get rid of the purse, dude. And they're hurt. Yeah, and their words right. hurt you. And it, it, they're coming at you. Right. Right. In their eyes view... Yes, you're a man because you got a penis. But they don't realize the severity. It was like, um, it's as if I went through a demonic boot camp mm -hmm. for years to be a girl. Right. So now I meet God. He cleanses my spirit and makes my spirit all holy and righteous and pure and clean. Mm -hmm. And does these mental deliverances in me and puts me back into my right mind. So now, he's delivering me things periodically. So he says to me, Jeff, you don't need that purse anymore. Right. So I started crying, and my sister comes around the corner. She says, Jeff, why are you crying? And I said, well, Dolores, God just told me that I don't need that purse anymore. And she, she jokingly said, oh, thank you, Jesus. Yes, amen to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then uh, 
I remember there was another day where I had I would just wake up, and God wanted me to give my female clothes away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I called my sister. I said, Dolores, God spoke to me and told me to get rid of my clothes. I said, you know me. I've got some fierce-looking clothes. Right. You have first option if you want any of them. <laughs> my sister got some expensive clothes. <laughs> right. Uh, but it was a process. Right. Which, which you're saying something right there. I'm going to interrupt you right there because, you know, like you said, God delivered you spiritually, but you still had all the body, the outer portion stuff to of deal you, with. the worldly stuff, yeah. was still there. So, that yeah, that had to be dealt with, which can also speak to people who may be addicted to drugs and things like that, and then they come to the Lord, and over time, yeah. those processes. Well, a lot of people don't realize that once you're a Christian, your spirit's now perfect. Right. Once you get, you know, you repent and mm-hmm. uh, the Holy Spirit comes to live in your heart. Right. Your spirit's new now person clean. In Christ. Yeah. You're a brand new creation in Him. But a lot of people fail to recognize that in your natural mind, there's a lot of baggage in that soul area. Oh yeah. That needs to be addressed. It needs yep. to be dealt with. It needs to be renewed. Yes. And uh, that's where it was difficult for me because I didn't have a lot of Christians come alongside me. Right. In love. In love. Mm-hmm. And say. Um, well, you know, you, your mind can be renewed. Mm-hmm. And that's all that simply needed to be done. Yep. I mean, God had imparted me a supernatural hunger to read his word uh, because I didn't know I needed that spiritual milk of the word mm-hmm. of God. Um, but yeah, it was a process, Steve. Yeah, definitely. Little by little. Yep. And I remember that he actually uh, just put in me in my heart I mean, for years, I, I loved the implants, you know, the old mindset that I had beca- before coming to Jesus mm-hmm. and bec- becoming a Christian. I actually loved them. Yeah. It was like a treasure to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I bought and paid for them. I'm right. showing them off. Like an idol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, he just supernaturally made me hate them. In fact, he made me hate them so bad, Steve, I loathed them. Mm. I wanted to rip them off my own chest. Right. Yeah. You know, that's how bad uh, I hated them now. And uh, I'm now going to a new church, mm-hmm. a very prophetic church. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember by this point, I did have the implants removed. Okay. There was a period I forgot to mention, but I did have the implants removed. But now I'm going to a new church. However, the skin on my chest after getting rid of the implants mm-hmm. was so stretched out. They didn't want to do a skin excision. In okay. other words, um, as soon as they took out the implants, right? they wanted to do all this cutting. Well, they didn't do that because they didn't want to have a chance of me having such a scarred chest. Right, understandable. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. So they said, let's go two years and see if your skin stretches back. Well, it didn't. Mm. So I remember saying to God, excuse me, <clears throat> I remember saying to God, listen, your word says to remember my past no more. Mm-hmm. I said, but hello, every morning I get up and look in the mirror. They're in right. my face, so to speak. Yeah, you know? see the scars from your past history. Yeah. And uh, I was still very well endowed in the chest. So all of a sudden I went to this newfound church in Fort Fairfield Celebration Center. Mm-hmm. And uh, they operate in the prophetic there. I remember running to the altar. They did an altar call. Mm-hmm. And I remember standing at that altar, and I said, God, listen. As I looked around, I said, every one of these people have someone praying over them. I said, that's all fine and well, and I don't, and that's okay. Right. So I said to God, I said, listen, I'm here 
because of my chest. Mm. You made me hate them. I got rid of the implants. I said, Bahalo. They're in my face still because my skin was so stretched right. from having a 38 double D implant. I said, I can't live like this. Yep. Because it, I'm now growing into this new manhood mm-hmm. that he was putting me into right. and transforming me. Uh, so I said to him, I said, they're in my face. Every time I look in the mirror, God, they're in my face. Mm-hmm. Well, all of a sudden, a little, you know, an older woman, uh, it was Marilyn Taylor, actually. Yes. Uh, she come running up front, and at this point, she, I mean, she says to me, she says, Jeff, I've got a message from the Lord for you. <laughs> and at this point, I'm just discouraged, and I'm thinking, oh, God, here we go. Another one that thinks they're Jesus. <laughs> Another one who thinks they're God. Right. Uh so all of a sudden she said, uh, "No, Jeff, I really have a word from you, for you know, for you from the Lord." Mm-hmm. And I said, "Okay, let's hear it." She said, "The Lord told me to tell you that within a year, mm. you're going to be standing in front of a mirror, and you're going to be actually saying to yourself, "Wow, I do not recognize this man that I have become.'" Oh, I and do you know, Steve? It was nine months from that day. Wow! God provided the money. I had gone to uh, Portland, Maine, mm-hmm. and had liposuction my chest oh, wow. to get rid of all that fatty tissue. Mm-hmm. And I remember after that liposuction uh, procedure, going back to the hotel room, mm-hmm. and just like she had prophesied or yep. you know, gave me that message from the Lord, yep. I stood in front of the mirror and I remember looking in the mirror wow. and I had said to myself, wow, I don't even recognize Isn't this man that, that I've become. It's cool yeah, how God works. It is. That's yeah. awesome. But see, with the Lord, you know, he knows what every individual need, uh, person needs, Steve. Yeah, he does. He, he, he's, he reaches them uniquely. Mm-hmm. Jeffrey may have had a lot of visions and encounters with God that way. And I've heard some people, Steve, uh, get a little envious. Mm. I've heard, I've had someone actually say, well, God, you know, you gave Jeffrey these, all these visions and you said this, you said that. Well, how come you have done that with me? And God said to her, I had to do what I did with Jeffrey uniquely because he needed to hear and see those things. Right. And God said he deals with every person uniquely. Yes, that uniquely word is very important. Well, it is because, you know, a lot of people think, oh, well, God, you know, Mm -hmm. he loves us all uniquely. Yes. Yes, he loves us all, but he has to do it uniquely Mm -hmm. because every individual is unique. Different. Yeah, exactly. They're unique. Yep. Uh, so, so yeah. That's powerful. Man. Yeah. Yes. That's a good, that's, that's good. You're doing really good. Well, good. Yeah. And then, uh, so I had that uh, liposuction surgery. Mm-hmm. I'm really feeling confident of my chest now. More confident of a man. Yes. I didn't have to walk around with a constricting brace, cutting off my breath, mm. making me cry, right. making me miserable. Uh, and shortly after this, um, I enrolled myself into School of Ministry. The Lord wanted me mm-hmm. into School of Ministry. Nice. I didn't have the money for it. I mm-hmm. simply said, God, I'm just going to take this step of faith. Yes. I'm going to sign my name on it, knowing that you're going to provide because it's a good thing. Amen. It's getting to know you mm-hmm. and the call that you have on my life. But anyway, I'd start school. Uh, I probably gave them 50 bucks mm-hmm. and said, I'll give you some each monthly. Right. Well, all of a sudden, after school started, I'm in school of ministry, and all of a sudden, I'd, I'd show up at school the following week, and the pastors would say to me, Jeff, 
this much of your schooling has been paid for. <laughs> That's awesome. I was online one day, and one of the school people uh-huh. call, uh, just wrote me online and said, Jeff, do you need help with your schooling? Nice. So I had simply said to them, I said, listen, I'm not a person to ask for help. Right. But yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And that person said, consider it done. Awesome. I showed up at school the following week. The pastor said, your year of schooling has been paid in full. Yes. But that was God showing me that he was going to provide exactly. through people. I, yeah. I found that fascinating. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'd break down and cry, honestly. I, yeah. I cry about it. Yes. And uh, so I completed school of ministry. I actually did four years of school of ministry mm-hmm. uh, at ATM. Um it was actually a celebration center in Fort Fairfield yeah. at the ATM. Well, you actually graduated from there, Steve. Yes. So <clears throat> I actually went on to uh, do the School of Prophecy. Yes, with the fourth Den- year. Dennis Kramer. Oh, Did yeah, you graduate yeah, yeah. at that, that, Steve? I went to the, yeah, the Dennis Kramer yeah. had that one. Yeah, yeah, that was awesome. That was awesome. Yeah, it was I loved a really it. good weekend. It yeah. was awesome. It yeah. was nice. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, I... The Lord's just done a rad- radical things in my life. Mm-hmm. I ha- had the honor and chance to do the world's first uh, ministry documentary CD that came out worldwide. It that debuted in 2017. Awesome. It was that called is... Transformed with a Z. Okay. Uh, Finding Peace with Your God-Given Gender. Finding Peace with Your God-Given Gender. Is well, that on YouTube? Well, you can, uh, there's a ministry called Pure Passion. Okay. And David Kyle Foster mm-hmm. is the... Uh, the founder and president of that ministry. Okay. And uh, they had 15 of us ex-transgenders, mm-hmm. and they did this uh, documentary. Yeah, I watched it. That was good. Yeah, it's really good. And it premiered in uh, 2017. It was the first in the world. And really? it, it just went haywire. It went worldwide. It's won awards. Nice. Um, and I've had some... Uh, I was recently on the, a Christian magazine, and they shared my testimony in a, a Christian magazine, which was very honoring. What's the, honoring. Name of the, what's the name of the magazine? The name of the magazine is called Hope Is Now. Hope Is Now. And so what? if anybody was to just Google Hope Is Now magazine, okay, uh, they could click on that first link that pops up. Uh-huh. It's, uh, it's a great magazine. I did the July issue of, okay. of this year, 2019. Nice. So, yeah. God's using you. That's what's he happening. He is. Each but, and every one of us. Yes, but we're talking <laughs> about you right now. And you know what's neat is one thing that Jeffrey has never said. He never said me, my, and I. It hasn't been about him the whole time. It's been about the Lord. But I do want to tell you this because I can say it to you, that you got up and answered the call because there's many that hear from the Lord and don't do anything. Mm. But you heard from the Lord. He knew what you were going to be doing and how many people you're going to reach mm. with this whole transgender mm. lifestyle. And so that's one reason why he put you where you are, because you're reaching a lot of people. That's good. I read some of your testimonies. I read the testimony about the person who got in touch and said that they were going through the same thing, and they had oh, watched yeah, your YouTube was... video. Well, he watched it for a month and a, a, yeah. a month and a half, this one guy said. Yeah. I mean, and I was just so touched. Yes. And then to find out he was in school of discipleship. Yeah. Afterward, I, just, I thought, Lord, this is funny. Yeah, it's amazing. In a, in a way. And that video on YouTube, I think it's well over 22,000. I'm sure it's probably 30,000 Well, actually, now. that was just for that one. It's actually been viewed close to a million times. Isn't that something? Yeah. There's a video. <laughs> if, if anybody wants to see my live video, um, just uh, go on YouTube and 
type in ex, uh, ex-transgender with regret, and you'll see it. It'll say Jeffrey's story. Um, Powerful story. Cornerstone, uh, Cornerstone Action out of New Hampshire okay. were, were the people who uh, filmed it and recorded it. Nice. They did a great job. Yeah. But it has actually been just going crazy. Yeah, it's, well, it's powerful, man. Yeah. Make a grown man yeah. cry. Well, I think there's a lot of people out there, you know, that, that's been hurt. Right. Uh, they've gone down wrong roads in mm-hmm. life where, you know, they they think they're doing the right thing. Right. Excuse me. Yeah. But just something just isn't quite right. Yes. You know, a lot of people have set out to find love. Um, they're thinking they're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. And I really can't stand before anyone and say, you have to live this way and you have to live that way. That's not my, I don't have that authority. Right. Only God has that authority. But what you have, you can share your testimony. I can share mine and, and say, listen, this is what I've been through. Yes. And my my heart's intentions are to share my story in mm-hmm. hopes that somebody hears it, has a second thought. Yes. And calls upon God themselves. Amen. You know, God says, whosoever calls upon him shall be saved. All yep. in the name of Jesus shall be Jesus. saved. That's right. I mean, I can't emphasize it enough. It was so simple. Mm-hmm. All I did was drew near to God. Yep. God says, if you draw near to me, He'll draw near I'll to draw us. near to yes. you. Isn't that simple? It's beautiful. Well, it's so simple. I know. I didn't realize. People make it so complicated. Yeah, they do. When it's really simple. Yep. It's a lot of people go through like, well, how can I hear from God? We'll draw near to him and talk to him. Yep, and listen. Sometimes we're just talking yeah. so much that he can't get a word exactly. in edgewise. Shut your ears, shut the mouth. <laughs> That's and, right. And we had to learn that, huh, Steve? Yes. And just listen. Yep. Keep quiet sometimes yeah. and listen. And sometimes yeah. you don't get the answer you want, but you know what? That's all right, too. Mm. It's not all butterflies and roses yeah. at the time. Sometimes yeah. it's getting chiseled out, and God will chisel that stuff out of us that needs exactly. to be out of us and smooth us out. And at the end of the day, we're like that ice sculpture. You see these guys look at these blocks of ice, and to us it doesn't look like anything, but to them, they see their final product when they yeah. get started. Yeah. Yes, beautiful stuff. Well, any last things you want to say before we wrap up? I just want to say to the viewers, God loves you. Yes. You may have taken a wrong turn in life. You may have been abused and hurt. Mm. You may have lived a life uh, a lot like mine, a lot of uh, trauma. I want you to know there's hope for you. God himself can heal those trauma issues in your soul, which is your mind, your will, and your emotions. You know, in your heart. He can heal the hurt and bind up those wounds. He loves you. He's loved you with an everlasting love. Um, God's pleased with you. Yes. He's incredibly in love with you. I mean, when he come to, when there was a point in my walk, I mean, he he called me honey. Mm-hmm. And there I sat, a man with breast implants. I was a prostitute for right. so many years, and he called me, honey. I couldn't fathom it. Right. So just know the Lord's not mad at you. Uh, but however, one can only go to heaven through Jesus Christ. Amen. That is the truth. You know, the Bible does is clear, and it says, you know, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus shall be saved. Yeah. He's well, the way. and people may think, you know, why do I have to do that? Well, it's to, to pardon you of your sins. Yeah. You know, he's already done that on the cross. He simply uh, wants you to receive him and be re- reconciled back to God Yes, through Jesus. Amen. You know, people, people has a, have a choice. Mm-hmm. My only hope is that they'll be wise and choose to be reconciled. Yes. You know, just basically to receive Jesus yes. for what he's already done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the forgiveness and, 
and just receive him as Lord. Amen. Uh, because if not, the sad thing is, Stephen, you know this, yep. they can walk themselves to hell ig- ignorantly. Yes, that's right. Not knowing that they're walking themselves to hell. That's yep. a scary thing. And, you know, I thought I was doing the right thing living as transgender. Mm. Had it not been for God. Yeah. And I'd have been, and if I would have died and taken my last breath being pushed down that flight of stairs mm. years ago, I literally would have went to hell because God did show me yep. after all that fall and stuff. He showed me every sin that I ever did. Mm-hmm. He showed me getting the breast implants, et cetera, et cetera, and sh- showed me that I was worthy of hell. Yeah. But I just want to say this. Jesus is in love with you. I don't care if you're driving in a car. I don't care where you are and you're listening. I want you to know that God loves you and he has a plan for your life. Amen. You know, he loves you so much that he's counted the hairs on your head. Yeah. You're that intimate to him. Mm-hmm. And I want to thank you all for listening in uh, with Steve and I. have enjoyed you guys uh, taking the time out to just listen to me. Yes. Good job, Jeffrey Steve, Johnston. Steve, it's been a pleasure. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Getting our two voices together to do a podcast. It's yeah. been really good. It's an eye-opener. And like you said, there's someone out there right now. I can honestly say that. Yeah. Someone out there right now is listening to this podcast in the two parts that we've done. They've heard this message of Jeffrey's. They've heard the message of hope no matter what we've gone through in life. And I'm here to tell you right now, ask Jesus Christ into your life, repent of your sins. Your life will never be the same. Will it be a little rough at times? Of course exactly. it will. But, you know, it's not a magic wand thing. It's a life thing. But the, Salvation. I don't mean to interrupt you, Steve, but the beautiful no, thing good. is, no matter what these rough things are, once you call upon the name of Jesus, yes, you're not going through it alone. Exactly. I don't Holy care Spirit's what life right brings you. That's right. Whatever you go through, mm-hmm. now God is with you. Amen. Going it through with you, holding your hand. That's right. Versus being without being him. Being alone. You're alone yep. and walking yourself to hell. And the Holy Spirit's right there yeah. to guide you every step of the way. And as you heard from Jeffrey, just when you think you've done something, you listen to Jeffrey's story and you're like, wow, you know, if what he's yeah. been through, I can get through this. Yeah. I don't mean to override you, Steve, but I don't care if you've, you've even murdered a person. Right. You know, you may have done some serious things in life where you just are so condemned and you're just mm. wanting off this earth. You're wanting to kill yourself. You think there's no hope for you. You you actually think that there is not a better day for you. Mm. But the Lord says this day, if you draw near to him, he'll draw near to you because he's in love with you. Right. And, of course, it doesn't mean you don't have to reconcile with the world exactly. with the law you still go exactly. to jail if you do yeah. something crazy and i did that i had to go yep. back and serve two years after i became a christian for something right. that happened you know before i got saved yeah but uh but god was with me and he worked it out he helped yep. me to deal with it reconciliation yeah that's key you know reconcile with the lord reconcile with the world you know if you murder someone you're going to jail but yet you have a choice on where you're going to go for eternity. Exactly, yeah. Awesome stuff. Well, Jeff, we're going to wrap this up. I'm going to go ahead and have you close in prayer, brother. Yeah. Well, Father, I just thank you for uh, bringing us here tonight. I've enjoyed myself Mm -hmm. with the listeners and Steve. And Father God, I just ask in the name of Jesus, Father God, I'm just going to pray for the lost souls in general over the nations. I just ask you, Father God, to draw them and woo them to you by your spirit and the blood of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I ask you, Father God, to speak words of truth to them for your name's sake. I ask you, Father Father God, to lift off phony masks from people so that they they can see themselves more clearly. Mm -hmm. I ask you, Father God, to to release the shackles 
that hold them yes. spiritually in Jesus' name. And I ask you, Father God, to call them forth out of darkness. Help them, Father God, where they're at in life, even these listeners, Lord. If, if they're repenting for their sins, I pray, Father God, that you would baptize them with your spirit and speak to them and do such a beautiful work in their hearts mm -hmm. in Jesus' precious name. And I thank you for doing that, Father. Amen. Amen. Yes. yes. Well, there you have it, folks. <laughs> Had a great podcast with Jeff. It's been fun. It's been awesome. It's been pizza great. Pizza was good, too. Yes, the pizza was delicious. <laughs> we had a good laugh. We went through. We ended up doing over 60 minutes. So we're gonna, I'm going to go ahead and process that. It's going to be two podcasts, as you've already known, since this is the ending. But uh, it's been fantastic. Please leave some comments for Jeff. If you have any questions for Jeffrey, Leave them some comments. And Please do. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Any questions you might have, and, uh, and if it, he'll try to answer them. And if anybody wants to uh, send me a friend request on, yep. on Facebook, I'm yes. under Jeffrey Johnston. That's J-E-F-F-R-E-Y. Last name Johnston, J-O-H-N-S-T-O-N. Just send me a friend request or a private message uh, stating that you saw my video, and I'll add you as a friend. Awesome great stuff yeah. well with that being said you folks take care of yourselves love you thanks for listening don't forget comments share this with folks please share this message around because there's people out there that need to hear it right in the comfort of their own homes wherever they may be there's people out there hurting that need to hear this message god bless you all take care of yourselves and yes jeffrey's got one more thing i was just gonna say good night everyone god yes. bless you god and bless. uh it's been a pleasure awesome take care of yourselves Peace.